Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. In order to nail down a solid, productive writing practice to reach the level of mastery that ultimately leads to publication, we need to be in a state of flow. But how do we find flow in our writing when we're not in the mood to write? And how do we stay in a state of flow? I'm Nancy Panuccio, and on today's episode of Writer Unleashed, we'll talk about ways you can anchor yourself in your work so that you can reach and stay in a state of flow easily. And we'll talk about how you can make vast improvements in your writing with small, focused, incremental changes. And I'm going to give you a writing prompt at the end of this episode, so make sure you have your pen and paper ready. All that and more on today's episode of Writer Unleashed. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Panuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. So I want you to have something to write on, something to write with. Turn off your email alerts. How many browser tabs do you have open right now? close them. We don't want multiple tabs open at once. It's too tempting to hop around. This episode is about flow, and I would be amiss if I didn't remind you that distraction, interruption, and multitasking are the enemies of flow. So just be here now. Be present. This is a practice, so we want to practice being totally focused in the moment right now. Let's talk about flow. We sometimes conflate flow with the muse or inspiration, right? It's something we wait to be bestowed upon us, but the truth is you are your own muse. You can dial up your own inspiration from within. It all boils down to getting into a fluid, focused state with your writing. The best antidote to writer's block is writing. So let's talk about what flow is and why it's so important. Flow is a state of mind where we're fully, deeply engaged with what we're doing. The Experience of flow can probably be best described as being immersed in a dream state. And you know what this feels like. Your sense of time, place, even your sense of self and your ego all melts away. 
Flow is when you experience your writing in the highest and most satisfying engagement. You're fully absorbed in the present. You're not relying on your intellect. You're receptive, aware, awake. You're fearless. You write from your most powerful, inspired place. You feel ease and clarity. Now, flow is important because it's only through flow that you will ever finish your story or book, and more important, bring it to a caliber that's worthy of publication. When you're in flow, you accomplish more in less time, and it feels effortless. That's because it's a higher state of consciousness. It's where insights come without force or intellect. It's a selfless experience. But mastery and enjoyment are not the only reasons to be in a state of flow. It turns out that flow is in some frivolous state of mind. We actually need it to survive. This deep sense of engagement is what Dan Pink calls the oxygen of the soul. The oxygen of the soul. Now, this isn't just some woo-woo, new-agey stuff either. There's actually some science behind it. In his book, Drive, Dan Pink talks about an experiment that was taken back in the early 70s. And in this experiment, they took a group of people and they asked them to write down all the things they did in their lives, all the small activities that they engaged in, not out of obligation or even to achieve any particular result, but because they simply enjoyed doing them. And these were, these were simple activities like washing dishes, listening to music, long distance running. Then they were told to stop doing those things, to essentially scrub their lives of flow. And at the end of the first day, the participants noted some disturbing changes. They felt increased sluggishness. They complained of headaches. They couldn't concentrate. They slept badly. They were agitated, irritable, tense. Some even feared they were having a nervous breakdown. And after 48 hours, they stopped the experiment. Because after two days of being deprived of flow, these participants found themselves descending into a state the experimenter described as eerily similar to a serious psychiatric disorder. So the experience of flow isn't just nice. It's not just a luxury. It's essential, not only to our writing, but to our emotional, spiritual, and physical survival. Now, many of us have learned from childhood or along the way to adulthood that doing anything for the sheer sake of enjoyment is frivolous, especially something as all-consuming as writing, because there's little to no guarantee of financial gain. We think writing should be something we save for another day, another time in our life, maybe even when we retire. So, there's a reality here. You know, we need to earn money, we need to eat, we need to pay our mortgage. And let's face it, for most of us, writing isn't going to be the quickest route to a financial windfall. Not right now and certainly not right away. But that's not why we do it, is it? That feeling of flow we feel when we're writing at our most optimum, that feeling we get from writing is a basic 
human need. We are hardwired to be in a state of flow. Just watch kids. They have the flow thing down pat. My kid used to go to an alternative school where there's no curriculum, no schedule, no formal academic training. Instead, the kids are allowed to follow their curiosities and their desires and their instincts wherever they lead. So they can make up their day. They make up their own curriculum. They can spend as long as they like on the activities that they're innately drawn to. And on any particular day, that could be playing in the sandbox for a few hours or playing piano cooking, foraging in the woods for wild edibles, creating art, creating performance art, developing photographs in the darkroom, reading in the library, or just having a great conversation on the front porch. There is total creative autonomy. There's no bell telling them when to stop, and the kids slide from one flow moment to the next. They are in an endless pursuit of mastery. They are in flow. Now, All children I know fall into a state of flow pretty instinctively, right? And they spend a lot of their time fully engaged with what they're doing. Then at some point in their lives, they stop. So what happens? We start to feel ashamed. Why? Because we're not behaving like responsible adults. Somewhere along the line, we buy into this belief that we don't deserve to be in a state of flow. We don't deserve to do things for the sheer sake of enjoyment. It feels irresponsible and non-essential. If we spend time writing, we sometimes feel guilty. And this can paralyze our writing and send us away from the page indefinitely. Let me be clear. Time spent on your writing is never ever wasted. We write because we can't not write. Writing for us is like breathing. We don't have a choice. But there's a frustrating reality here. We don't live in a world where flow is as easy to come by as it was when we were kids. As Pablo Picasso said, every child is an artist. The problem is staying an artist when you grow up. So Sustaining our artistic flow is indeed challenging as adults. We have other demands on our time and energy, and all those demands compete with our desire to write. And that's okay, but let's take this idea of flow and apply it directly to our writing. Studies show we reach a state of flow when two things happen. Number one, When what you want to achieve is in alignment with what you're capable of achieving. So it's not so hard that you feel frustrated, anxious, and want to give up. And it's not so easy that you feel bored or unchallenged. It's a notch or two beyond what you're currently able to do well. And this produces a great feeling of laser-like focus and satisfaction. So, for example, you might not be ready to finish that novel until you've written a short story. Maybe you need to practice the short form first in order to understand the economy of language. Or maybe you need to learn how to write from one character's point of view before you tackle multiple points of view. 
Writing is not easy. It's no easier than learning to master the piano well enough to play at Carnegie Hall or master ballet well enough to dance in the core of the American Ballet Theater. We all start at the same place. Writers you admire deal with the same anguish and frustration you might be experiencing in your work right now. They've just been at it longer, and they've learned to navigate the discomfort of their uncertainties, and they've gained skill along the way. In other words, where you are in your writing right now is exactly where you need to be. It's completely appropriate to your stage of artistic development. You will make incremental steps to get better and better. You just have to respect and embrace where you are now and trust the process. The second way you reach a state of flow is when you have clear, concise goals. So maybe your overall goal right now is to write or revise your novel, but let's rein that in a little. So here's a way to reach a state of flow in your writing right now. I want you to sit down and instead of sitting down with this broad intention of writing or revising your story or writing something new, these are pretty big intentions, let's make the goal smaller and more concrete. So here's the writing exercise. What I'd like you to do is make a list of about five moments in your life that you can't shake. They might be heartbreaking moments or moments of unbearable beauty. They just need to be moments in your life that you still can't get over. It doesn't have to be tragic, just impactful. Maybe it's the birth of your first child or the moment your father died while you held his hand. Maybe it's the moment you and your significant other said, it's over. It just needs to be something you can't forget. Trust what comes up here. This is, a, this is a free writing exercise, so stay open and receptive to what comes up for you. Now, once you have your list of moments, I want you to pick one moment from that list. Just one. Write about it. Write it as a scene in one time, in one place. And again, trust where you are drawn to write about. Take that one moment. What I want you to do is work Uh, over the next few days on making that scene more vivid and more concrete. For example, if someone in the scene is wearing pants, what kind of pants? Ripped jeans, trousers, chinos? Really go there. Probe the moment. Bring all of your awareness, the sounds, sights, smells, conversation. Where were you? Who was with you? What happened? Just pick that one moment to focus on. When you slow down and probe particular moments in your fiction and nonfiction, you stay present, you reach a state of flow, and your work becomes deeper, richer, and better, and more powerful. So for now, I want you to focus on writing about that one moment. And remember, where you are right now in your writing and in this particular piece of writing is exactly where you need to be. You reach flow when, number one, when what you want to achieve is in alignment with what you're capable of of achieving. It's just a notch or two above where you are right now. And you reach a state of flow, number two, when you have clear, concise, and doable goals. Now, go work on something specific, something small, 
one memory, one moment, make it one scene, one time in one place. Practice this over the next few days and let's see if that puts you into a state of flow. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. I hope today's episode helps put you in a state of flow. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, hop on board. I come to you each week with writing tips and inspiration so that you can write stories that matter to you and that matter to your readers. Keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.